Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode one, part two of The Gate Chronicles. I'm your host and the GM of the series. My name is Snow. Today, we are joined by Quentin, who is playing Charles Smoot, Andrew, who is playing Alan Taylor, and Blarg, who is playing Alfred Kenneth Mest. Last episode, our players finally entered into the Promise Pods after meeting a bunch, and I do mean a bunch, of other characters. We had a lot of fun because we got to vote who stayed on the island, and it kind of turned out something like this. Interesting. Really interesting choices. Oh. 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 Okay. (laughs) The dice have spoken. But we didn't get introduced to, like, any of the females. I'm sorry. Do you want me to pull up the females things too, so you can? Can read I just them really can quick? I just read the descriptions? Yeah, yeah. Just throw them out there. There was Desiree Harris. Desiree recently discovered her love for running. Running from her bills is her favorite pastime. <laughs> sent her a few notices that she'd rather not deal with. Running from her <laughs> bills. <laughs> I want you to know I'm really good at writing these. Thank you. You should do this professionally. Put it up on Fiverr. Bianca White. It was Miss White in the parlor with the knife. Okay, but seriously, Bianca has been married four times in the past six years, each the love of her life and each dying of mysterious circumstances. You love her? Cops hate her. Then there was Diamond Turner. Listen, would you believe Diamond was already a mother of two? Being a single mother has always been difficult on the finances. Working two full-time jobs has been difficult on the mind as well. Maybe today she'll get a break. There is no joker pun there. I'm sorry. I am Um, disappointed. There's Django Barefist. A wandering man, a nomad of sorts. Django goes where the wind takes him. Today, it brought him here. Lily Anders. Lily entered college, much to her parents' dismay. They wanted to take over. They wanted her to take over the family restaurant, but Lily would have nothing to do with it. Although it's ironic that she's currently a business major, but still, she wants to pay her way through college. Uh, no loans. And this seems like the perfect opportunity. Kelsey. Kelsey Kissinger. Kelsey is a young woman right in her prime. She's attending today with her brother, whom she relies on for everything. They lost their parents when they were young, so it's always just been her and Kevin. Ah, Marissa. Marissa Sanders. Marissa wants to experience it all. So far, she's checked off skydiving, bungee dumping, scuba diving with sharks, kayaking in rapids, you name it. Getting put on ice, as she calls it? Get ready to check that off, too. Samra Ghazali. After saying no to another arranged marriage, Samra's parents finally decided if she wanted to be grown, oh wait, if she wanted to be grown, she could live on her own. Ain, she's not married. Well, lesson learned. Sell my body, make money. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. That went somewhere, all right. I, yeah. Trisha Tucker. Funding her dream to make it to Hollywood isn't exactly something Trisha's parents want. So they told her, fine, you can go off only if you pay for yourself. Well, all she has to do is sleep and she gets money. What a dream. And this is the blonde haired girl that Chris was chastising earlier about her clothes. Mm. Yeah. And then finally, oh, I forgot about Zaleem. Zaleem Punja. Always the cool guy, Zaleem never let anything get to him until the day he realized he could barely afford the ring to ask his girlfriend to marry him. When he received the letter in the mail, it was as if Allah had sent him a sign. He doesn't stop stop talking about his girlfriend unless he's eating, though. But now, back to the series.
after a few deep breaths, you feel yourself passing into a dream. You don't really feel time passing by. You just kind of feel nothing. Nothing but a dream. I can already feel the isolation. I'm I'm assuming we're like waking up. After a few moments, you start to hear a strange booming sound. And in that moment, your pod door opens. You hear a small alarm that goes off. And as soon as your pod door opens, the alarm stops. Hold on. I need to... I need to bring you joy as well as despair in a moment. I want want to roll perception for where that alarm was coming from. 13. Meet joy and despair. (laughs) I I don't... (laughs) What? What is this? (laughs) Zach, that was definitely you. Because I know I voted for one of these, but I know it's damn well sure that neither me or Andrew voted for Put the kush away, son. Put it away. Put the kush. Which one of you? I voted for the smoking hoodlum and and Django Bearfist. Who would vote for Django Bearfist? We didn't even interact with him. <laughs> seemed cool. That's why he wanted to interact with him. Okay. All right. All right. Just to describe the scene, everyone, please make your perception checks. Okay. Five. Uh, where's my sheet? <laughs> Eighteen. All right. So uh, first session, Alan Taylor is a historically <laughs> terrible observer. <clears throat> oh. All right. You all wake up. And you feel so broggy. And when you stand up, you can barely even manage it. Your head is throbbing. You feel nauseous. And as you lean over the side of the pod to get out, you end up vomiting, all of you. You realize you're experiencing some side effects. Where where are we? What is this place? What? Ozzy, where are you, Ozzy? Kevin, hello? Oh my, where are we? Um... What is this place? It's kind of dark in here. You all are able to get up and you see before you David and Kelsey. I look for a light switch. The light is on. Is it completely black for you guys right now? No, I can see. The room is lit, but that's about it. You look for a light switch, but you don't see any. You actually only see this light is flickering over in the left corner of the room. You find yourself in a small room. There's no other pods around you. Just the five in the room right now. I thought uh, when we went into the sleep study, wasn't this a larger room? Weren't weren't there more people? Weren't there only guys? Why am I? Where? Where's Kevin? Kevin! Kevin! She starts to yell out. And um, David says, "Uh, Ozzy, Ozzy boy, where are you? Oh, God. God help us all. What what is that? Is that a computer? I'm gonna I'm gonna move towards the door and try the door. Okay, the door is open. Oh, it's dark in there. It is very dark. You actually can't really see anything down the hallway. It just barely. If you go down a little bit, you see a light at the end, but you're a little too nervous to even try and approach 
at such far distance. Uh, Charles, as you're walking around the room with your high stature, you look up and you see that there's a small vent up in the left corner of the room. You also see the power, like a weird power looking kind of thing in the bottom of, not bottom, but in the back left of the room near the pods and near the computer as well. But you all see a computer system at the front of the room flashing across the screen the words error systems failing well that would probably be why we woke up no oh, but why are we only why are only us here this does not bode well i mean it could bode worse kelsey kind of just kind of sits down on the ground and she looks very panicked like kevin I, I don't know where i am alan's gonna move over to kelsey kneel okay. down you, mm-hmm. you, you said she like sat down Yeah, she's on the ground. She's kind of leaning against the pod. She's going to kneel down. He's going to put a firm hand on her shoulder. He's going to say, look, I don't know what's going on here, but we're going to figure it out together. Going to be all right. She looks up at you and she kind of gets this look of hope, but she still has tears in her eyes. And she says, oh, okay. I need to find my brother. Well, the only way we can do that is getting up and I guess looking around. David or David kind of walks over. We're going to need a light. We can't go on Rudy's hallways without any light. It is too dark. We'll fall. We get hurt. What is this place? This isn't the laboratory that we were in. We need to find Ozzy. Ozzy can get us out of here. He's a smart boy. That's my Ozzy. Uh, I want to try to mess with the computer. Is there... Does it respond to, like, basic key commands or anything? You try escape. It doesn't respond. It just kind of the words kind of scroll across the screen and then come back, like tearing. Um, you try control alt delete the system doesn't respond. It just continues to repeat, error, systems failing. Have you tried turning it off and on again? I don't think that's going to help, Trevor. <laughs> what is this over here? It's just, oh, it's just toolbox. Look, look. Is there a flashlight in it? I want there it. Are, what is this? And he pulls, he opens up the lid of the box. There is a wrench in here. There's some bolts and screws, but I don't see much else. Oh, wait, hold on. And he pulls out this almost this little tubular thing and he breaks it. He says, I've seen these before. These are these are glow sticks. And he shakes it after he breaks it. And you start to see that it starts to glow. I take only, the wrench. Okay, you take the wrench? Yeah, I take the wrench. Okay, put that in your inventory. Uh, the wrench is essentially a bludgeoning object that does a D4 four of damage. Critical would be two. I'm going to just take the rest of the toolbox. Okay, you'll take the toolbox. Um, that is approximately two pounds. All right. What we can do is we can um we can move this light here and we can turn it uh, to face it down the hallway if we need to get down there. It would probably be the best and safest way. It's pretty bright in here. Uh, looks like it has a cable. It's pretty long. Uh, he says, oh, and David also says, but I only found uh, three of the gro- of these sticks in there. So, uh, I uh, I shouldn't have broken this one. Dang it. I didn't think about that. Uh, he says, I'll hold on to this for now. Uh, somebody else can hold on to the other two. Uh, I'll grab one and then I'll, I'll take the other one and then I'll pass it to uh, Charles. Uh, yeah. Good plan. Right. All right. Just in case we split up, it'd be good for us, a couple of us to have a light source at least. <gasps> what was that? Uh, pipes, vents door sliding. I'm sorry. I, I I just, I, 
She kind of just starts breaking down and cries a little bit. I'm really sorry. I'm trying. So David says, help me move this. Let's move this. It's pretty heavy. And he's trying to kind of lift it up. I bend over and uh, Charles would bend over and put uh, his hand on the Chelsea's back. Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey, listen, we're going to find your brother, but he needs you to be brave right now. None of us really know what's going on, but breaking down here, that's not going to help anyone. We just need to power through this. I'll try. I will try. And she really does try to like calm herself down and she stands up. Still crying a little bit, but she's following very close behind you. Come on now. Help me move this. I can't do this on my own. Blast it. Turner, you're a farmhand. Turner. Put your back into it. Taylor. What's his name? Taylor. That's a girl's name, isn't it? All right, right. Taylor. What are we moving? Hold on. I need to give Al. uh, Al, let me give you your. Whoa, the light went out. I moved it. Oh, no. The African-American gentleman's gone. (laughs) He's been absorbed into the blackness. He's dead. His camouflage. Right here. Oh, there he right, is. What are okay. we moving? Help me we move this light, through please. His camouflage. I, I, come, come on. Come now. I pry uh, on it. Please strength. <laughs> you cry on it? No, I cry on I it. I cry on it. Okay. Um, it, <laughs> With a little bit of effort, you're fine. You're able to move it. It does take more effort than you are able to muster. Give me a second. I'm going to move that. It's very oh. dark now, but hold on. It's I very move. dark now. We don't even have the glow stick for protection. Hold on. It moved. Oh. Okay. Uh, the glow stick only gives you five feet of light if you break it. Okay. Right. We didn't break. I didn't break my glow stick. I think okay. David's the only one that's activated it. I've, I've got the light on. Don't worry. Stick by me. We will go down the doorway. Actually, hang on. You, big man. What was it? Uh, what? Alan? Go t- you, you in front. Safer for us. I, 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 I hold my wrench at the ready. He's right. got his wrench. Chelsea. Stay behind me, all right? Fall close behind. All right, I I I will. As you guys walk down the hallway, your shadows cast by the light are very tall and long. This is a long hallway. It's very dark towards the end, but you can see some light just at the tip of it as you start making your way through. We could just find the lockers where stuffs were. We might be able to get something. Please roll your perception checks as you're going through. You guys can continue to make your way down the hallway towards the light. As you make your perception checks. Oh, dude. Alan actually rolled some good perception. That's a crit. Hey, look at that. It's only because the first time. Because you're in front. If I walk it, dang it. I lost it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> do, you, do you know the way? Do you voice? Man, if I'd walk out here by myself, I might blend into this place. You're not keeping that in the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I am a black man. I can say what I want about myself. Thank you. You are a tiny six foot three white girl. Don't even ask. Six foot three? (laughs) Oh, wow. You'd be a tall white girl. Never mind. (laughs) You're right. I can say what I want. I am a tall white girl. Follow me. Come on now. Please. What this? Follow me. Miss Kelsey, this way. Come in front of me, please. There we go. That's a light. It is a light. Looks like there's There's more light in this place. So that means that there is still power wherever we are. Why is the one hallway dark, though? Let's see. Uh, well, hey. we could be running on emergency hey, power. The light says cable. I moved the cable. <laughs> <laughs> it was not supposed to be there. There you go. Well, it is a cable. Uh, he says, hey, look, this one also extends by about 10 feet. We can move it around a little bit if we need to get more light. Do you want light in there? I'm going to grab it and put Let's- it on the other side of this doorway. 
Okay. Try and move it in the next room over. <laughs> nope. All right, farm hand. Let me let me. David you helps one. you. There we go. All right, we move it over. There we go. See? Oh my god. Oh my god. He says as he walks into the room, and you all see, barely illuminated by the light of the emergency lamp, rows of promise pods in the room. You see uh, rows of two, and it seems to stretch on for a little bit, and it's hard for you to see. There is no glow from the pods, and you see the same machinery that you saw before you went to sleep in the room, but there's no light coming from it. And as you walk further into the room, the light barely reaching in, you feel cold and a little nervous. Kelsey, stay out there. Oh my god. What what happened here? Looks oh my like gosh. It looks like there's a whole lot of broken capsules. Perception check. Weren't we in those capsules? The, the, what were they called? Like the promise pods? Weren't we in those? Is there anything thought, still in the capsules? Still a few minutes ago. Definitely looks like it, doesn't it? Oh my god. Uh, I feel oh. like these things have been there for a little bit longer than a few minutes, though. Oh my god, there are bodies in these. Oh, oh my god. She kind of turns around and looks like she's about to throw up. I'm gonna look a little closer at one of these bodies and I see nothing. <laughs> that is a four. <laughs> Alan's just like probably paying attention to the girl who mm. was crying. Oh, that is a corpse. Um, uh, wonder if we should bury him. Where well, would we bury him? It's gonna take a little too much time. This is any no, rocks on the ground. How? This is hard metal. Where, where are we? These this... look like the same pods we came out of, but uh, this is not the place. Has it only really came... been ten days? Can I make a heel check to look at the bodies? I guess <laughs> are they really and figure dead? out what's going on? Like, see anything about them? Sure. How old sure. is? Um, you could either roll a knowledge engineering or a heal check if you have either. I have heal. So. That's Ooh. Oh, Schmoot uh, has heal too because he's a biology teacher. Mm, okay. Uh, that's, a, that's a crit Schmoot. on Mr. Smoot. That's so Mr. Smoot, Mr. who's Schmoot. not even near any of the bodies, apparently, is just looking, yep, they're all dead. <laughs> like, well, that's come good on to now. know, but what did Every they die last from? one of them. How long ago did they die? Um, That's going to be a little hard to tell. But. Al, you put your hand on one of the pod covers and you feel it kind of give way under just some light pressure. And you see a little bit of like this puff of smoke kind of come out the front end of it. Mm, probably don't want to breathe that in. Alan, mm. you're standing mm. nearby. Please roll a fortitude save. I'm fine. Ooh. What it's was good. that? That's a crit. That's I'm, I'm fine. You managed to catch your breath just in time as Al says, probably don't want to breathe that in. Oh my God. I wonder what happened to this place. There's, oh my God, there's so many of them. Oh my God. Oh no. Ozzy. Ozzy, are you in here? I hope he's not. Please, God, no. His parents will kill me if I do this. Oh God, no. Judging by the state oh. of this place, I think it's safe to assume you think they're here? that we've been asleep for a long time. <laughs> what if this is just a dream? Uh, what, what if this is just like maybe, uh, what if we're in Hollywood? It's a, it's a st- soundstage or something. Yeah, but the thing is, we're all here. Collective dreaming is a, it's a hoax. I mean, 
They did mention side effects. Oh, God, please. When they were talking about the ramifications of the sleep study. Yeah, but I don't God, think please, side no. effects includes being psychic. I was more so referring to all the bodies, but... Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Kelsey, stay close behind. If your brother's out here, we'll find him together. He's... In... He wouldn't be in any one of these pods. No, no, he, he so, can't be in any of the pods. I wouldn't. He's probably fine. I'm assuming since that's giving off light, it's something we could see, right? That's him giving no, off light. No, this. Yes, that's something you can see. I, I'm going to start walking over Ooh. there. Ooh. So you guys see this light in another room nearby, um, and you start to follow through. Kelsey sticking very close behind Mr. Smoot, and David is going in. Oh my God, there are more of them. How many of these blasted pods are there? And they're all broken. Uh, none none of them are on. Uh, I guess I'll make another perception check on this one that's giving off light. Sure. So, 24. What, what's this thing? And this I would like to... Or this. Per- no, I, I, I pung that. Okay. It I'm looks like it's almost like a small terrarium. And it's very overgrown and you can kind of see a little bit of like moss kind of growing up the sides of it but it looks like there are plants inside. I'm gonna make a knowledge nature check see if I can figure out what's in there. That is terrible. I'm taking a look at uh these electrical doohickeys down here. Uh, With a 10 you see that there's it looks like some kind of fruit bearing or, or flowering kind of plant that might have some kind of food on it, berries or vegetables, like roots almost, but you can't really tell because of just how much overgrowth there is. You don't really see much in there. Um, but as you're looking around in the box, you see that there is an open and close button on the top. I push the button. You push the button and the lid pulls back and lifts up. And as it does, you see that this tray kind of comes out. And in the bottom, you see these strange looking fruity vegetables like they're pink and purple uh but they smell very sweet i grab one okay you see about five of them i i, I pick one up mm-hmm. i give it a sniff whoa whoa whoa! do be careful there do you know what that is feels like a vegetable could be it oh, could be, hey. could be what it could be let him try it i mean if that, that's his choice i i lick I, it okay you lick it if it's edible we've got four more for the rest of us Tastes like nothing on the surface that you lick. It just kind of feels like an orange on the surface and yet also kind of has like the bumps of a squash. I break it open. Okay, please roll a strength check. That is a five. (laughs) (laughs) You try and break it with your hands, but you can't even make a dent. Um, It's actually very large. It's probably about the size, let's say... Mm, not a bowling ball or anything like that. A, a grapefruit. Okay. I take my wrench. You're going to beat it? And I bash it with the butt end of the wrench. What? David stops you. Stop trying to... If that is edible, why would you try and destroy it now? We don't need to eat right now. I'm Hold off. We don't know where we are. Don't do anything yet. I Go. put it in my wrong. pocket. I'm going to reach in, take the, the rest of them and put them in the toolbox. That is a good plan. Good good idea. Do that. Uh, do, I, do I find anything over where I'm looking uh, by this uh, blue glowy thing? What you're looking at looks like some kind of power console. You see that it's kind of 
making this thrumming sound, just like the thrumming sound that you've been hearing throughout the facility. But occasionally, it kind of flashes like a half-red color between green and red and blue. But you don't really see any buttons on it. You kind of see a few stray wires that are sticking out from the ones nearby um, and that are sparking. But this one seems to be the only one that's functioning in this room. And roll a knowledge engineering if you have that. No. Okay. Your character isn't really sure what it's for. Uh, Some kind of electrical doohickey over here. Probably part of the power grid. Not quite sure how it works, though. Interesting. Hey, there's a door over here. Can you open it? Give me one. Uh, no, I cannot open this. Uh, Alan, give me a hand. I attempt to strength. open it along with uh, Mr. Smoot. That is a 22. A five. Oh my gosh. Alan actually gets a really good grip on the door while um, Charles tries to grab onto the other side, but Alan's fingers are just so big they're taking up all the cracked space that's between the door at the moment. Alan pulls back, and with one big tug, the door kind of pulls back on the right side only, and you're able to squeeze through. And I'll see a big red button at the end of the hallway. So yes, at the end of the hallway in another barely lit room, you see a red dot that appears to be coming from a console of some sort. And it looks like at the end, there's also a set of sliding doors. Alan, whatever you do, don't push it. I try to open the door. Okay, you try to open the door. You don't see any handle or anything. Just similar to the one that was behind you when you guys tried to open it. It's almost like sliding door. Like the kinds that are at uh, the grocery store when you walk in and out but this one's made of metal. I attempt to slide it. You try to find a place to grab onto it, but you don't see any. It seems really tight. Is it solid? I don't need my teaching degree. Roll a wisdom check. 11. It kind of reminds you of an elevator door. Hey, I don't think you need a teaching degree to figure this one out. I push the red button. You push the red button. Nothing happens. Please make a perception check. All right, Maybe, maybe you do. 15. 19. Never mind. Maybe you do need a teaching degree for this one. <laughs> Al is like, it's too dark. I can't see anything. It's too dark in here. Gosh. There. So Charles um, presses the button. And after a moment, he realizes, wait, there's a console. And the console seems to have a bunch of numbers on it. And in, in one part of it, you actually see that there is a space for seven numbers. Is there a keypad? It is a keypad. It's like a keypad console. Password. You say that we need a password. I start trying combinations on the keypad. Why would you try to do the password if we don't know what it is? Do numbers we don't even show know up, what it is. Do numbers show up in the seven spaces? Yes, numbers do show up in the seven spaces as you put them in. I wish to attempt to get to get the password with blind luck. Is this allowed? Sure. What must you I You are roll? only going to be allowed one attempt before I force you to move on, or else your character's going to stand oh, there okay. and work on combinations forever. What will I roll? I feel like a good idea for this would be pick a number through from zero to 100, and then have I mean, the Andrew numbers go from zero to nine. What do I... Should I, I know, but there's... Nine? Should I just... There's seven like, digits. Should I just give you seven digits? Yeah. 
one eight six seven three four six. You hear a beep, and it flashes uh, red oh, on the console. Dang. Well, probably just means I looked like the wrong answer for the test. After a few moments, the beeping stops. All right. So clearly, that did not work. Worth a shot. Kelsey kind of comes up. If we're looking for a password, maybe we should look around a little bit more. Like, what if we are just in, like, some kind of weird, torturous simulation? What if there was just, like, a password? Could be a test. Yes, like like a test. I mean, this is a study, after all. They said they wanted to examine us after we exited the pods. Well, well, it could also be that maybe what if what if the pods are just putting us in some kind of uh, like game, I guess. Would that be too far-fetched to say? To hope? I mean, not entirely out of the question. Virtual simulations have been being worked on in neurological studies as of recently, so it's not out of the question. Well, maybe we should go back to one of the other rooms and maybe we can take a look around. I, I think I saw that there was, like, another hallway. Did anyone see any numbers? Not a bad idea. Let's go. All right. Uh, anyone with a light want to go first? Anyone with a light want to let me know where my character is? <laughs> right here. Oh, I've been moved. <laughs> Must be part of this dream simulation. Um, I, I saw that there was a, a a hall down here. Show me. Oh, this is a tight hallway. This is... Show this me the is, way. Oh, this is a tight hallway for me. Oh, God, I, I get... Oh, this is tight. Oh, my, my, my shoulders are kind of This was not made for the people um, of my size. There's a door here uh, again. Can you open it? It's locked. All right. Uh, back well, out of the hole. Back up, back up. We can't even turn around in here. Back up. Maybe this is time you beat something with a wrench. How solid's the door? I get in front of Mr. David. And um, I start beating it with my wrench. He just Please don't go in front of me. Oh no, you just squint. Oh, oh. He just climbs over top of him. I'm assuming. <laughs> yes. No, my nice suit. I just had this breast. Least of our concerns. All right, hit the door. Roll to seventeen. Roll to sunder. What is the hardness of that wrench? I don't uh, know. What is the hardness of the door? Is a better question. It's the hardness of Alan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alan. As you slam the wrench against the door, you feel the reverberation of the door and it kind of echoes in the hallway. But you see a very, very small dent in the door, just barely able to see it through the light that David is putting out. Is there a handle on it at worked. all? No handles. I mean, no handles. I no love handles. You picked my favorite window? character's voice. <laughs> no <laughs> windows. We couldn't have even at least had his nephew. <laughs> Oh my god, if he hey, had his nephew. Honestly, I, mean, I would have preferred the other character that I had picked, but this one's good too. You wanted Bianca? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted Bianca, the person who's. God. Right, well, time to get I out went of the with the two most interesting sounding characters to me. Okay, okay. Back up, uh, Mr. Smooch, please, please, please back up. It's very uh, tight in here. Uh, I'm going to make fine. another perception check on. The thing that had the fruits. And I'm going to see if there's any kind of labeling or anything on the casing. Okay, go ahead and make it. Okay. The only thing that you see on there is this very faded label that's kind of covered with like dirt. And as you swipe away some of the dirt, um, you see this faded label that says Oros Terrarium Food Production Resource. It may be 
incredible. Looks like they were trying to create. Th- there has to be something that we missed. I mean, uh, there were so many other rooms that we just went uh, in. I'm going to crack What about the computer my, in the first room? My uh, glow stick. Okay. You're going to crack your glow stick? Yeah. Okay. Shape so it gives up. you five feet of light at two feet dimming. By the way. Start wandering around. We have about- um, So for the glow stick, you're going to roll on a D6 to see how long it lasts for you. The number will correspond to hours that you have with it. So the D6 rolls a one. Okay. So you have an hour with it. Alfred and Alan are just kind of maneuvering around the room and taking a look to see what they can find. Uh, but as you guys go around, you don't really see much. Roll your perceptions again as you're exploring the areas. And where are you going, Mr. Smoot? Because hey. Kelsey's sticking by you. Zach Both and of I rolled eight. <laughs> Wait, I was, no, let's, I was be, gonna, let's be clear here. He rolled an eight. I, I rolled a three. I was just planning on uh, heading back to the room we first woke up in. Okay. Um, That is a good plan. Come. It's possible we overlooked something there. There was a computer. Maybe it has yes, a code was, printed would, on it. That is good. Good plan. The light is still facing down the hallway, making it kind of difficult to see in the room again. Should we put this back or should we leave it? We, I mean, we could always move it back like a few feet. Yeah, sure. Okay. So we, so you guys work and you move it back a little bit to give you some light in the room. Okay. Roll your perception checks in the room. And Charles, please roll a roll your intelligence. 13. Right, and also, Charles, please roll your perception again. 18. Charles is looking around the room, and he kind of remembers seeing something up on the wall earlier, so he takes a look again. You see up about 10 feet in the air, up on the wall, is a vent. It looks big enough to fit a person. Or two. About uh, 10 feet, say. Hey, scraggly doctor, you want to fit in the vent? You got a glow stick, too. For the pursuit of science and discovery. There is no way I am fitting in there. Eh, why not? Not my broad shoulder. Not my broad shoulders. Well, I'm game. Oh, I really want to roll for her. Is she going to be brave? Um, I I can go with you. We might be able to find something useful through the vents. I I don't know where it'll take us, but she kind of pauses. If you get stuck, you'll probably need somebody to pull you out. I'm pretty small. True. Yeah, I may get stuck. All right. Over here, there is a vent up on the wall. It's 10 feet in the air, though. I boost him up. Okay. Oh, gosh. Strength. 11. <laughs> <laughs> You're able to lift him up with some difficulty, but Alfred finds himself inside of oh, the my. ventilation system. And I give her a boost. Much easier to boost her up. And she crawls after Alfred. Um, All right. What's the air condition in here? Like, is it dusty? It's a little dusty. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that nobody's been up here. <coughs> Probably not. I try not to breathe too much in. <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> breathe. You both continue to push your way through the ventilation system, first with arm and elbow and then your knee, pushing yourself slowly forward. And it seems to go on for a while. This is a long, long hallway, Kelsey says, and she's right. It has been going on for a little while, but you're really not sure how long. You take a turn here or there, nothing really splits off, until finally you see some kind of dim glow at the end of the vent system. So you find yourself in another room. There is, make a perception check. 
Everyone else, I want you to roll perceptions as well, really quick. Andrew can't hear. Alan <laughs> can't hear anything. He's standing on the other side of the room. Just a turd teen. Mm, you rolled yourself a turd teen. So I almost was like, David, why aren't you rolling your <laughs> Oh my God, what's wrong with me? David's a real person, man. Okay. He is. Kelsey shouts up towards the vent as she climbs down. Um, she says, we found a room. Of course, Charles is able to hear it. Alan doesn't really hear anything because as she shouts it, one of the steam pipes that's nearby lets out a loud sound. As Alfred or Al walks into the room, you see in front of you is a partition of sorts. It looks like it's made out of metal, but almost like it's like a dressing partition. And as you go in further, you see that there's like a chair and beds, a locker. And the further in you go, it's very dark and it's hard to see anything, but you trip over something. It kind of makes like this crinkling like bag, like plastic bag kind of sound as you do trip I, over it. Do I and fall, you fall over? Okay. You fall straight into something that's kind of like hard and you hear it skid across the floor. Kelsey kind of runs over. Are you okay? Oh, and she kind of trips as well. Careful. There seems to be things on the floor. Is, is there a light switch in here somewhere? It's so dark. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm going to move towards a wall and start feeling around on the walls for a light switch. Okay. It's so dark. It's so dark. I know it's supposed to be kind of dark. You find a switch in the room. Oh my God. Oh. And you hear Kelsey shout and you see that there is a dead body over on the couch. That's not a negrit, so I do see one. Well, yeah, well, yeah I mean, it's pretty obvious because she's uh, kind of pointing towards it. Okay, that is not. I'm, I'm going to move back towards the vent. Okay. And sort of shout out towards them. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. hey. Ah, uh, we may have found a dead body. Yeah, I thought we found a lot of those. Not in a pot. I move down the hallway back to that other door and start banging on it with my wrench. So you guys make your way back to the door. Hold I, on. Wait. Not 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 forcefully, just like to make sense. Are we sure this is are we sure this is the right room? What if they're not in the right room? What if it's a different room? But as you start banging on the door, you hear the latch unlock and very shakily you see that the door kind of slides open. And you see kind of like Kelsey just kind of looking very terrified. I'm going to put the wrench back in my, as in my back pocket, step forward, and give her a firm hug. Okay. Poor Kelsey's been useless, but she's trying. Kelsey, is everything all right? What did you, what did you all find? Well, I, I'll make another heel check to investigate the dead body. I guess. Okay. 14. You find on the body, there is a very clear bullet wound through the head. And actually, the strangest thing is this body doesn't appear like degraded at all, like the bodies that are in the hallway. Let me bring you guys in. Sorry. There we go. Oh, this is not. And you actually, all of you make perception checks as you enter the room. This is very nice. Nine. You see, uh, as you enter, 21, perfect. You see, as you enter, um, there's a broken computer or like some kind of screen next to the door. Uh, you see the body that is on the couch, very obviously. Uh, Charles 
you see just underneath of the couch, you see this glint of metal and you go over and you pick it up and you find a pistol. Well, I feel like I found our culprit right here. The, okay, so you pick it up and you can add that to your inventory if you want. Sure. Okay. It's a nine millimeter damage is 2d6, critical 20, ballistic type bullets, ranged increment of 40. I'll give this to you, this to you later. Um, small, three pounds. Uh, does it look like the guy could have shot himself? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, you see that the that he's leaning over. There is a headshot, like a wound through his skull, and you see that there's blood matter all over the wall. Kelsey is keeping her distance from that area. Uh, uh, David walks over to the lockers. I'm going to very quickly come over to one of these beds, grab sh- a sheet or something, and okay. uh, use that to cover up the body. Okay. So you cover up the body. Uh, also, uh, Charles, the gun has 14 bullets in it in the clip. Cool. Um, cool. And Al, every time you walk, you somehow manage to step over this black bag, which you don't even think about until a moment later. You realize there are two bodies on the floor. Oh, this is very, very not good. I'm going to go over to the lockers with David. Okay. Uh, so you go over to the locker. I'll try and open it. Okay. They open up very easily. What do I find? This is definitely not my area of expertise. Inside each locker, you find what looks to be like, almost like vests. And you, you, they kind of remind you of bulletproof vests, but they look kind of old and raggedy. Um, there are three of them. You also find three masks that kind of remind you of like the N95s. Um, rebreather masks and two unidentified syringes that are filled with some kind of liquid. I will take the masks. Uh, there were three of them, you say? Yeah, there are three. There are three of the, the vests, three of the masks, and two syringes. I will see if I can fit myself with one of the with one of the vests. Grab one of the masks. Okay. The and... vest fits. Um, it actually has adjustable straps on it. I am going to be in and out of the mask. And- try and see if the air coming in is still clean. Whether or not it's like been contaminated, like dusty and all on the inside of the mask. It seems to work just fine. Please roll a d6 really quick. Four. Okay. The okay. mask continues to function. I go over and give it to Kelsey. W- what's this? Well, it seems to be a, a mask with filters. So if we get into any area with something toxic in it, put it on. Uh, oh, Oh, thank you. She takes it from you and she puts it around her neck and lets it hang there. Um, also, uh, Charles, as you're looking around and Alfred, as you're looking around, you both kind of catch your eye on this piece of leather that's kind of stuck between the couch cushions and crusted in blood. Oh, fun. Okay. I pull it out. Okay. It looks like a journal. I open the book. What does it say? Guys, I found something here. Looks like a journal. Probably of the the man lying before us here. Might give us clues to what's going on. So you begin to read the journal out loud to everybody. I honestly don't know what the point of writing this is. Maybe it's just to clear my conscience before I go about cleaning up this mess. I don't even know what day it is anymore. We lost connection with the surface what feels like months ago. I've just been trying to get by. The ventilation system got clogged up by God knows what. It might have been a month, but 
ago, but we saw dirt coming through the vents that led up to the surface. Everything is covered in it now. This poor sod's in the back room. All the pods back there are dead now, along with the people inside. The moment your eyes reach the words, all those poor sods in the back, they're dead now. You, you stop yourself before you read the last line, and you begin to read it in your mind, along with the people inside. The majority of the ones in the front room are also dead. Little bits of debris from that last earthquake cracked the glass, and you can just imagine what happened when the pressure was released. A few of them just popped. That took days to clean up. It was terrifying. I thought we were all gonna die right then and there when that earthquake struck. I just remember falling over and this god-awful screeching, cracking sound. Ben must have thought we were going to die because, of course, that idiot uses the moment to kiss Rachel. Glad they finally got that over with. Somehow, we made it through. After that, everything just started failing. Something must have broken the power lines up top. I'm honestly surprised anything is still working right now. It would have been better if we had all died that day. Ben had the bright idea to move some of the pods to the back room. Thought maybe we could save a few of them and, who knows, repopulate the Earth. But it doesn't matter anymore. They'll die like the rest of us. Rachel came down with a fever first, which progressed into severe respiratory distress. Ben used all the meds on her. She died a few days later. Then our food started to run low. We couldn't get up to the surface. Saw something on the last transmission. They changed the passcode wirelessly. Damn thing was illegible after the quake. Then Ben started showing the same symptoms. Without any medication, he was in so much pain. I did what I had to. I've tried to go along with life for as long as I could, but I'm starving to death at this point. If for some reason someone ever finds us, I'm sorry. Everyone's dead here. It doesn't matter anymore. If you're out there, I hope you fare better than I. Lieutenant Richard Lucoworth. So I'm assuming then that it didn't say what the passcode they changed it to was? It, it wasn't legible. It got changed on mm. them and they couldn't figure it out. Fun. You, but the only thing you saw when you walked in was the cracked screen over here. There's a very dim light coming from the screen. I'm going to look at the screen. Real quick. Guys, um, sorry, I had issues reading it, so I stopped reading out loud, but um, uh, I read something about uh, they changed the passcode for the, the door that we ran into issues with. The, it should be on the screen in front of us, though. Kelsey started making her way to a back room. I look at the screen. Okay, you look at the screen? Oh, dear Lord. It, um, mm-hmm. So you guys know how people will post on, like, Twitter or something, and there'll there'll be illegible characters above and below the letters, make it look like it was written by some eldritch being. Yeah, that's all over the screen. Think the Matrix, except everything is in one spot. <laughs> huh, Can anybody like a, decipher it? Oh, I could I could figure out what the, at the bottom there, but I mean, my character. <laughs> yeah, he's not looking at it. Uh, real quick, before Kelsey would have wandered off. I was looking into the, the the locker, and I wanted to grab the two syringes of sure. fluid. Sure. I'm going to hold on to those, and then okay. I'm going to follow her as she wanders down the hall. Oros agents, we regret to inform you that due to a data breach, we had to change, I'm going to guess this says the passcodes, for our system. System. Our keys are auto-generated by our intel agent, I'm assuming. Our intelligent, intelligent AI. AI. 
Oh gosh. Software, please be with us during please this bear. time. I'll bear with please us. Please bear with during us during this time. this time. May our few be safe. Long life to all. Passcode afterlife. So that was the passcode, I guess, then? So that would make that... What would that make that? Two... But you needed to transmit that into numerics. Two... How are you getting... Three... How are you getting two, three? What? Because two is A. How is two A? Because one doesn't what have numbers. One? one has symbols. So it'd be two, three... How is F3? D-E-F. If two is A, B, C, because one is usually symbols. Oh, like are pound. you saying the, the pin pad? Or yes, like a phone? the pin pad. I'm, I'm thinking it's like a phone pad. Two, three, eight? What two, letter three, are you on? Two, three, seven, eight, seven, five, five three, three. Two, three, right. eight, seven, five, three. Well, let's go try All right, that. so who wants to roll a uh, knowledge intelligence to figure that out? Because all our characters are stupid. Excuse you. Uh, Mr. Scientist, <laughs> please go ahead. Nacrit. <laughs> In your face. Wow. The simpleton I farmer figured it out. phone pad. He, he's good with the phone. <laughs> he, he literally grew up with one of those flip phones, and he never changed over to a smartphone. <laughs> that, and that's so how he, he had to learn how to text with letters. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's let's After go check out that one first. <laughs> Wait, there's right. there's a there's a um this is a, so oh is that, Al hey, and Kelsey were in the back room exploring. Um, yeah, I'm in the bathroom. Poop shoot, yo kitchen. I don't think you went the right way, Kelsey. It looks like this is a kitchen. Yeah. Did you find any Rest edible supplies? Kitchen. No, everything looks bad in here. Um, well, Try. there's a knife over here. Take it. You don't know when we'll need it. Um, I'd rather not. Here. Mest. Mm. He's got a wrench. I've got a gun. Might as well have something to protect yourself with. Oh, the playing cards. Hey, I used to gamble. Yes, playing cards. We'll protect ourselves with those. Hey, Very if wise. This is a place where there's. He kind of pauses. Things aren't going the way that we want them to. Sometimes entertainment is what we need to keep the mood and spirit up. We should Alan, be are you locked in long. the bathroom? Yes. <laughs> 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 we shouldn't be staying here long. We need to grab what we can and leave immediately. I want um, to investigate the area. I want to okay. see how long does it look like stuff has been sitting here. What would I roll for this? So, knowledge, nature, I think, would be decent. Oh, no, survival. Survival. 100% okay. survival. Uh, six. Neg crit. You guys aren't sure how long it's looks like things have been here. I mean, the body in the back room looked almost like a mummy. He was kind of like shriveled up, but no bones, no guts or anything, just dried up. Alan, you kind of feel like it's been more than 10 days. It's probably closer maybe to 10 No, years. I thought it might have been, I thought it might have been three weeks. It could have been like 10 years, but without seeing topside what's going on or really knowing where you are you're really not sure because you don't know how fast things degrade where you are does this screen turn on no it flashes black and uh, not flashes black but like static so it, it turns on there's just nothing playing yeah all right 
So you found nothing else in the room. Who took the knife, by the way? I thought no. Kelsey was taking the knife. Kelsey refused to take no, the knife. No, she oh. doesn't want the knife. Okay. I tried to give it to you. Okay, I'll, I'll take the knife then. Okay, add it to your As inventory. As I give you the knife, I whisper to you, Mast, something's not going on. Something's not quite right. I read something about a disease. We shouldn't stay here long. If any of us can track it, it seems lethal. some syringes in those closets might be something to do with that yeah um, hold on did you grab them i don't Go. know how andrew heard any of this but i was next fine. to you yeah he is i said i whispered to mast like, i will stealth and away from perception you. yeah <laughs> all right all right you're two right. <laughs> 10 so guys no. there's a <laughs> lethal disease out there what it's the coronavirus. Stop. No, no. Oh, we can't they said that they were now. having now respiratory we're issues and nope. severe pain. Uh, no. We're not we're even going to get demonetized. As soon as you say that, no, we're still going to get demonetized. Un- My character re- immediately realizes that He's he did not say it is too- quiet. Hey, hey, hey. Whatever it is, it hasn't had anything living for ages. So it's probably I dead. I just, I want to get out of here. So Can we please leave? I, I I'm going to make Let's a make our way to the dorm check with the real quick. Um, no, I'm making a bluff check to try to uh, reassure Kelsey here. Okay. Oh my God. I, I am the doctor. I work with you, disease and things. Are you sure? we, we should okay. be okay. Okay. All right, I'll believe you, but I do want to get out of here. I, I'm just, I'm feeling a little stressed being down here. If if we have a way out, then we need to take it. We, we should probably look to get some fresh air. It should help us. Let's w- make our way back to the password encoded door. I am going to try the passcode. Two, All right, three, please tell me eight, the passcode that seven, you enter. Five, Three, three. Two, as soon three, as you eight, press seven, the five, button, three, three. the door on the elevator opens, and it starts I'm, going up. We're being sucked in! Mast, not a time to joke like this. It's just an elevator. Mast, stop moving around the damn cabin! This thing's frail, you don't know how old it is! Hold still, Mast. Hey, Mast, I don't think Do you we're want gonna that other find dog? a shop where I could spend that dog right now. I swear where you can spend that dollar. The door on the elevator opens and you find yourself in strange ruins. Familiar and yet almost like a distant memory. And that is where we're going to end off tonight. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Dun, dun, Thank dun, you guys dun, so dun, much dun. for bearing with us. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, please continue to listen to us and also subscribe uh, through any of our, um, wherever you listen to us. Yeah, you know, just do that. And also, if you've enjoyed the episode, please consider supporting us on our Patreon. We really appreciate any support that you can offer us, whether or not it's donating through Patreon or even leaving us a review. You can also get some sweet dice through our affiliate Dice Envy using our referral link, which is in the description below.
And a big thank you to Sirenscape for allowing us to use their amazing atmospheres and their music. We also have to give a big thanks to Michael Gelfie, Kevin McLeod, Alexander Nakarada, Eric Matthias for all of the times that they've let us use their music and ambiance pieces in our podcast. We are so very grateful for them and you should really go and support them using our links in the description below. You can go to our attribution page, which shows you how to reach or how to obtain their music. And last but not least, this series, The Gate Chronicles, is our Patreon-exclusive series. The first five episodes are free to public, and the rest are going to be available on our Patreon. So for $1 a month, you'll get access to this series and early releases of episodes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Have a good Bye. rest of your quarantine.